This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Our friends over at Pro Football Focus are very good friends over at Pro Our Football friends Focus. who we agree to disagree and agree to agree with when it fits our narratives. When it when it suits our arguments, they're the best mm-hmm. thing ever. When they, they don't, go against us, we they're the most our discredible sores out yes, there. Exactly. Might as well be toilet paper that's published on the internet, as far as I'm concerned. But today we love them. And there's really not really much controversial about this. This is just a nice little list that I want to sink my teeth into. Sure, let's do it. They rated from one to eight the best divisions in football. And let's start with eight and ascend towards number one. I bet you can guess who number eight is. I'm going to go with the NFC South. It is the NFC South. You cheated and you looked. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I'm looking at the list and you can see right now, I'm not going to touch my phone as I almost drop it. The AFC North is the only one that you can see, but 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 did I spoil anything? I didn't say where it ranks. It just says AFC North. So the NFC South is the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the NFL and the divisions. And I'm just jagging with Jacob. Obviously, you don't need to cheat to figure that out. No, it is the only division to not feature a single team among the top twelve favorites to lift the Lombardi Trophy. So, like of all the favorites. You go through one through twelve. You'll hit every division at least once, except for the South. Except for the NFC South. So I mean, th- does that mean then that the highest ranked NFC South team is at number thirteen? Because I'd still be hard pressed to. I bet choose. it's not. I don't have the full list in front of me. Just a write up from Pro Football Focus saying that there were twelve favorites and not one of them was from the uh, NFC South. Like, is there a team in that division that should be favorited among the top twenty? Oh, man, now we're really maybe the Saints, maybe because that's where maybe, I was going. Maybe, but next. maybe at twenty, that's where they go with this too. In this write-up, is that they feel like the Saints feel like they're the closest. They've got Carr, they've got Olave, Michael Thomas is back, maybe, and they are the favorites to win the division right now. Um, but that's really the only team that I point to that I can kind of muster up some optimism for. I mean. I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy in Atlanta no. to kind of take them over the top at quarterback. I don't think that Bryce Young is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I, I'm i not basing that solely on his size, but, God, his size is not helping the case at all. Tom, you know how we saw this past year? We saw the Colts, Texans, and Titans all take a quarterback yeah. in the draft. Yeah. Would it shock you at all if you saw the Falcons, Bucks, and um, uh, I guess not the Panthers, but maybe even the Saints if Derek Carr doesn't Derek work Carr out? Just, you know, bottoms out. Maybe they take. I a mean, at a minimum, you're going to see two of those teams in that division take a quarterback next year. Are you not? I thought the Falcons could be interested in this year's quarterback class. Like, I, I thought that they should maybe be kicking the tires on this year's quarterback class. Tampa Bay, same story. You know, I, I thought that they should have introduced or when Will Levis was falling. I thought, yeah, Tampa, right. Why I thought not Tampa take a might just be yeah. like, dude, let's grab this guy and, and see if we have our next five, six years here. And then at least you have Baker and Levis rather yeah, exactly. than just Baker. You don't just need to throw Levis out there. You don't just need to throw Baker out there. But I'm glad you brought up Baker because that's, I think, the biggest wild card when it comes to this division, right? And I'm not saying that Baker's going to become a first overall pick or set the records that he did as a rookie when he set the rookie passing record that was subsequently broken by Justin Herbert soon after. But I am saying that Baker Mayfield has the chance to be the best quarterback in a division full of really crappy quarterbacks. If Derek Carr kind of takes more steps backwards and Baker kind of plays average football. So Tampa Bay and him are a bit of a wild card. 
Like I, I think the Saints are the team that I'd pick to win this division, but Tampa Bay's that team that you kind of got to be like, there's still talent there. If Baker can just be okay, mm-hmm. the division is so weak that they might be able to scratch to eight and nine, nine and eight, and get a crown, the division crown again, just like they did last year. I, I think the Saints are the best team in the division. I'm just saying, if you had to make me pick a runner up right now, it'd probably be Tampa Bay. I just don't know if I can. I get the roster still is very intact, but it's kind of waning. You know, even though that Super Bowl win was only a couple of years ago, you feel like you've seen a lot of those players lose team. I mean, they've already moved on from Leonard Fournette, who was a big part of that offense. I don't know how much longer Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to be in town for. And that, Tom, to me, I just don't know if I can agree with you because what was that team? Even though they had a lot of the pieces before and after, what was that team before Brady got there? Kind of twisted in the wind. Yeah, I mean, just not doing. Jameis Winston threw a, sh- a ton of interceptions. Almost said a bad word there. I mean, deservedly so because deservedly the it bad was, word that I was going to say because it was a bleep. It ton was of a bad. It was thirty interceptions. Thirty thirty club baby. <laughs> the only 30, member. 30 the club. only member. Touchdowns and interceptions. Uh, no, I feel you. And again, like I'm not coming to say that Tampa Bay's about to break down your door and and knock in the teeth of everybody in the a- NFC South. I'm just saying you got to pick a runner up and. I'm not picking the Falcons or the Panthers right now. I, yeah, I guess by process of elimination. Here's the thing, Tom, is that all these teams finished within one game of each other last year, right? Wasn't it seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten, then six, yeah. six and eleven, or is it eight nine, eight nine, eight nine, eight, seven nine, and ten? Won the division, I know yeah. That. So it was three teams who were eight and nine, and one team that was seven and ten, I believe. Just God, it'll be tight again this year, I think. Even though I think the Saints probably end up winning, but that's what I'm saying is that I can't. You're saying. You can't pick the, the the Panthers or the Falcons. I don't think I can equally pick the Bucks, even though they were the team to win that division and make the playoffs. Just you don't have to, you don't have Tom Brady anymore. I can't I can't do you think pick the, a team that doesn't that used to have Tom that now doesn't. Do you think the South winner has a winning record this year? I think New Orleans wins it and I think they get there at like nine and eight. Nine and eight. I think the ceiling's I, ten and seven for them. If, they, might, if things bounce the, the right way. Maybe Nine and eight, because nope. Michael Thomas, you you brought that name up, but he hasn't played in forever. Yeah, he always seems to get. Alvin the- Kamara had his worst season of his career last they year. They do have Williams though now from Tampa Bay or from uh, from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Good so point. another option at the running back spot. Number seven. This is where PFF ranks the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence clearly the favorite with the Jacksonville Jaguars in this division, but... And honestly, Tom, this could have been like a 7A, 7B scenario. Yeah. I think the only reason that uh, the AFC South ranks above the NFC South is because the Jaguars and the the fact that the other three teams all got new quarterbacks, whereas they in have the NFC South, the there's only one one guy in the Panthers. That's what makes the South so interesting to me. Agree with Which the South? Ra- the AFC South. Agree with the ranking of it at number seven. Uh, Jacksonville, I think, is the only team in that division that you can look at and say are ready to contend. But there is a lot of potential in that division as well. And I look at a guy like Anthony Richardson, that Colts roster is not bereft of talent at all. If Jonathan Taylor stays healthy, right? if Butler comes back on defense healthy, Leonard comes back on on defense healthy, and Richardson is just good as a rookie, 
I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs, but they'll be on the right track for sure moving forward. And I think Richardson, out of all the rookies in this draft class, that dude looks like he could be a stud in the NFL just by looks alone. Looks like the size. He's Don't know if he will. Strength. But I think if I had to bet on one of them, I might put my chip down on him. I think he's got the highest ceiling out of anybody. You've got Stroud in Houston. You've got Levis in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> All the other teams besides the Jaguars are, are transitioning into their future. And maybe one of those three rookies catches lightning in a bottle and they go 10-7 and seven in their rookie season and you've got to contend with them if you're Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But it's more likely that, you know, one of those three teams emerges as kind of a team that looks like they have the guy and they might turn the corner next year. But I don't see anyone really threatening Jacksonville. Here's the thing is that when we're comparing the, the Souths of the AFC and NFC, the top of the division for both, you put Jacksonville over whoever's going to be the tops of the NFC South, right? Yes. And then for the remaining teams, you you shaking your head no? Maybe Tampa before? Oh, I was going to say, I if I just like the upside – I like of the, upside the Texans of all, and and the Colts more so than like the upside of any of the teams in the South on the on the NFC side and even the Titans with Levis have something Some, there to keep an and they eye have, on. I mean, and they have the Kings still. They like, are, that's what I was gonna say is that they arguably have the best player outside of Trevor Lawrence on any roster. I'd still put him in those two Lawrence divisions. Too. Really, you think pure so? Player, yeah. Quarterback yeah. though is the reason why Henry's going to the Hall of Fame one day, and, and Lawrence. Has a long way Not to go. until he gets there. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. <clears throat> Number six, the NFC North. Probably took a bit of a hit with Rodgers' departure Leaving, from the Packers. Yeah. The favorites right now, the Detroit Lions. I mean, Which I like. That's everybody's darling, though, you know, heading into this season. <clears throat> like, how much? I think the Lions will have a good year this year. How oh, much wow. Thanks, a, Poindexter. Of that's a really going on will it be if the Lions manage to go on the road week one in the season opener against the defending Super Bowl champions in Kansas City, and win. Oh, that's a put-on-the-map kind of game for sure. Yeah. Even if they just play well in that right. game and lose. Well, I expect, I expect them to play well. See, but I, could, I, I don't, could see the Chiefs just here's doing the thing, the thing where— You don't hold it against the Lions if they lose that game bad, right? If the Chiefs are playing ring around the rosy yeah. like they do. It, I see that in my head so much. But you don't hold it against the Lions because the, the Chiefs can do that to any Anybody. team. Anybody. Anybody. They do it to teams that they see every. They did it to the Raiders last year. They see them twice a year. Mm-hmm. Like they, there is no fear for the Chiefs right. for anybody that comes into their. Well, maybe one, maybe one, maybe maybe one guy, maybe Joey. Even though they just they did exercise that yeah, team yeah, in this yeah. past year, though. But it took. A, it was tough to do that. I mean, oh, it took that that uh, late hit out of bounds. But other than that, there's no one that walks into Mahomes' dojo and makes him feel like he even needs to break a sweat. <laughs> to be mm-hmm. honest with you, right now, so. You know what's I, ironic, too, is that we always bring up that he has yet to lose an AFC West divisional game on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to be a Denver, a Charger, or a, a Raider fan right now. I mean, you want to talk about a miserable next decade? Oh, yeah. There's no end in sight. No, like, I have no idea. You say decade, it could be, it could be four decade decades. plus. Yeah. The advancements in modern medicine, I mean, they put a pig heart in a guy. I mean, I mean look I at mean, look I mean, at Tom. You didn't get the Talladega Nights thing I was riffing on. I did not. They put a pig heart in a guy. I mean, he died, but they're doing that. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Dark Horse in the NFC North. I picked the Bears. If Fields puts it together. You know what I'm going to do, though? If Fields puts it together, DJ Moore is a real number one receiver now. You know what I could say for a Dark Horse? What about Green Bay? I like it. 
Jordan Love could be a good quarterback, and they've got talent on that roster. Defensively, mm -hmm. they've got weapons on offense that they can use. They have a head coach who has known nothing but winning, really. He has first time not winning 13 games this last season. <laughs> It'll yeah. be interesting to see if, <laughs> what he is without Rodgers, though. Yeah. For sure, it's a big test for but him. But I think it's I think it's a good dark horse pick. He had Rodgers last year. And I won think I mean games. I think that division is completely up for grabs. I think Detroit should be the favorite, but it's not like a right. Every other team's looking at them like we can get Detroit. I mean, Minnesota all it's they the defending champs. Minnesota can go thirteen and zero or twelve and zero like they did last year. All they want or what was what did they start off like twelve and one something were, like that. They didn't go undefeated uh, because they lost to the Eagles early in the season. Right, that was a one a loss. Start. Yeah, they can they can start off ten and one, eleven and one, all they want. They're still not going to do anything in the playoffs. Probably not, <laughs> but it's just hard for me to think the Vikings will have back to back good seasons because they. Just of course, don't. so I agree. Hard for me to envision them repeating as champions. Number five, the NFC West. Right now, the San Francisco 49ers are the favorite to win that division, but they've got a huge question at the quarterback spot who starts the season while Brock Purdy recovers from that UCL injury. But we've kind of seen this story with the Niners for the past five years, right? Question at quarterback, mm -hmm. but they're the best team in the NFC Yeah, West. but what does it matter to them? There's no team that is better prepared for a bad quarterback because no team has had as much experience with bad quarterbacks. And the team barking up their backside, Seattle, you're still shaky on Geno, right? Like, you're not just For willing sure. to just be yeah. like, well, Geno's the man now. So, mm -hmm. like, they are going to be a playoff team, and they're going to continue. It's not a given that they're going to have as good of a season this year as they did last year. And then you got the other two, the Rams and the Cardinals. And I think the Cardinals have just a bad roster. So, even if Kyler Murray puts it together under first-year coach Jonathan Gannon, I, I, I don't see them doing much. Mm -hmm. The Rams literally don't have anybody on defense but Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. And even if Stafford's healthy... Not just on defense. Maybe you could say because if Stafford's not healthy, just on the team. Well, Stafford, Cup, and then... Oh, Cup, right. Aaron Donald are your big three there. But this ain't basketball. You need a complete right. roster. You mm -hmm. don't need just a big three. Three a out pretty, of 22 is damn, not going to... Three out of 22 is not going to win the game for you. a damn big three. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the best receiver maybe, the best defensive lineman maybe, and a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Right, right, right. right. But it's not enough for them. So I view the West as a two-horse race, and I would be more confident in Seattle kind of, you know, barking up the Niners' backside a little bit more if, you know, it wasn't Geno Smith that I'm still waiting for the other shoe to kind of drop on. I mean, to me, it's more so relying on the health of Matt Stafford. If he can put the Rams into that conversation. I just right. don't know if they have the roster good enough, even if he's healthy. I don't even – see – don't you think if Aaron Donald sees – Aaron Donald's the kind of player who can see my quarterback's good to go. I've got my all-pro receiver with him on, on offense. I can handle the defense. No. I mean, just one person can't handle the defense. He's the best ever maybe, but it's just – and he's getting old too. I mean – You're right. I, I just – I think if, if Stafford comes back healthy and if Cup comes back healthy, the Rams have a shot at making the playoffs. Number four, the AFC East, headlined by the Buffalo Bills, the defending champions uh, for the past couple of seasons in the East. They are the favorite again to win it, but the Jets received a pretty nice boost in odds. Yeah. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Where would you stand Jets. right now in May? It's always, it's always necessary for us to point out it's the month of May still. Would you put Buffalo above the Jets right now? Yes. Yeah. I would. 
But would you put the Jets at number two? Yes, I would. Over Miami? Yeah. I am worried about Tua, man. Sure, I, I, I agree. When you're doing May predictions, I guess you have to assume he's healthy because he is right now. Because we're assuming Rodgers is still playing at an MVP level that he was playing at two years ago. Eh, give or take, but yeah, playing at a pretty high level. I think Allen's better than Rodgers right now. Uh, I'm pretty confident in right. saying that. Allen, the big thing with Allen right now is the turnover-worthy plays. He had 33 turnover-worthy plays last year. He threw a lot of interceptions. Dable came in, fixed that accuracy. Dable leaves. He gets a little erratic again. I'm not saying he's not accurate anymore. He's still a hell of a quarterback. You don't kind of quickly unlearn the things he, that you learn. No, but he forced the issue a mm -hmm. lot more last year. He needs to work that out of his game, so I'm keeping an eye on that this year. Um, also with Buffalo, unbelievable expectations last season. Right. Allen should win the MVP, and you should win. It wasn't like you could. It was he should win the MVP and you should win the when Super Bowl. When they went in, kind of similar to how I mentioned about Detroit going into Kansas City, but this was much more emphatic because you had so much more higher expectations for Buffalo than you do Detroit this oh, year. Buffalo's like when, times 10. When yeah. Buffalo went into L.A. last year. And Smoked them. And Miller had, what, three sacks? And Allen was throwing deep on Ramsey, hitting digs mm -hmm. with the deep balls. Like, it was. It, it, it felt like, okay, can we just fast forward to the next 20 weeks and just give Buffalo their Super Bowl. And the Bills now. looked like that for like the a first while, six, yeah. seven weeks of mm -hmm. the season. And then like the middle of the season came and like the wheels just started to spin on them a little bit. So division got tougher for them this year, though, for sure. Yeah. I mean, instead of just the Dolphins that you have to contend with now, there's the New York Jets, and you have to play Belichick twice as well. Not saying Belichick will win the division, but he might hand you a loss. He'll be a thorn in you. He'll be a thorn in your side for uh, sure. Bill's the favorite there. Really competitive division. Uh, number three, the NFC East. Division that you always like to point out hasn't had a repeat winner in how long? It's been like since 2004, 2004 I believe. 2004, when the Eagles went back. 03, to back. 04. The Eagles got a good shot to be the team that goes back. They to do, back again. but we've said that so many times in the last, what, 20 years? That I can't see it happening. I, I, and until I see it, I won't believe it. I feel like this is it, though, because. But we've said that so many times. But has there ever been this big of a difference between who I think is the best team? And the I don't best? know. Maybe we're just forgetting. Maybe we just don't trust Dallas because Dallas is probably right there. And that is, is Dallas. Dallas. I mean, that's probably it. Because we hate Dallas. Yes, and we don't I trust agree. Them because but they are. Are we underselling the Giants at all? Yeah, I think they're going to regress. I think they're going to really? kind of back to the, the pack a hmm. little bit this year. They're not going to be terrible, but I don't see... They see, won. I like Deontay Banks helping out that secondary. They won so many one-score close games last year. That has to flip, at least on half of them. Especially when your quarterback is Danny Dimes. He does have Dable, though, so I mean, mm -hmm. maybe He's that, got the quarterback. the quarterback whisperer there. He did just get his money, though, and sometimes that can... Yeah, but I feel like a guy like Danny Dimes, he's not going to be like... He's not. He wasn't an already great player. He got his contract, and now he can say, "Well, I don't need to do anything." So, are you saying the only team you will not entertain at all in this conversation is Washington? Is the Commanders. They're I the, think so. The only team you'd be like, they have no chance. I, I guess. I kind of put the Giants in that category too, a little bit, as they just have no chance. Better than the Commanders. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But just like I don't see them beating the Eagles for the division. I don't see anybody beating the Eagles for the division. I think we're gonna. Have I don't a either, because I don't trust Dak. It really comes down to Dak, and I don't trust. I don't trust uh, Jerry Jones as the owner making the right decisions. You've led the league in scoring for the past two years and have gone bupkis to show mm -hmm. for it in the playoffs. Sure, you beat Tampa Bay this year, but come on. 
Come on. You beat a 45-year-old man. That should have been elder abuse that you did out there. Like, And then you embarrassed yourself the very next week. Right, exactly. Like, just royally embarrassed yourself against the Niners. So, I, I, it's just something about that team that there's something intangible there that they don't have. And, and the, the just the it factor. The winning factor. Number two? So they're AFC West. Oh, so they think the North is the best division in football. Uh, before we get to that, to wrap up, though, the West obviously features the defending Super Bowl champions. And if you had to cast a current member of the NFL to play Emperor Palpatine, it would be Patrick Mahomes right now. He's just got that thing <sighs> tuned up to a death machine. Um, they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl again this year. I, it's getting to the point again where we were with the Patriots, kind of where you just believe that they're going to win it until they don't. So, to me, this screams they don't believe in Russ in Denver. They don't believe in Jimmy G in Vegas. And maybe the loss in the playoffs last year does puts it them a little sour does on the it Chargers. Does that? Or does it scream that Mahomes is just that much better than all of them? I mean, maybe they like Jimmy G Well, I meant, I meant, I, I'm like sorry, Herbert. I meant putting the West behind the North, one versus two. That's what I was trying to say. I think that... Because yeah. it's obvious, you know, you can't tell me they put the North at number one because they like Burrow more than Mahomes. No. They probably... Two like, years ago, you could have said that as a possibility. The Raiders but are But now, team. after the Super Bowl win and after beating Burrow, you can't put Pat Mahomes behind Joe Burrow. So I'm just looking at is the rest of the divisions. Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh versus Denver, Vegas, and, and L.A. I got to be honest with you. I kind of lean towards the West on that one. I do, too. I, I really I do. I do, too. I don't. I mean. It's like, so Russ and Deshaun mm, are kind of similar, it's right? really you're tough. Like, you're looking at Deshaun Watson. You're looking at Russ Wilson. Is one of them going to get back to form? I, I think that's, you know. And, and similarly, too. Both teams, pretty good rosters, mm-hmm. Cleveland and, and then And then don't you say, don't you probably assume that they look at the Ravens and the Chargers in the same way? Yes. Her, led As by Herbert. Likely to run her up. Led by Herbert, led by Lamar. And then that leaves Pittsburgh and Vegas. And you talked about Jimmy G, but like, once I get past Jimmy G, I'm like, there's still Devontae Adams. There's mm-hmm. still Max Crosby. Josh there's Jacobs. still Josh Jacobs. <laughs> like, that's a lot of weaponry to have on that team. Put it this way, I think these are pretty obviously one two as far as the divisions are concerned. I might flip this order a little bit. I'm sorry, Steelers Nation. I, I think the West might be just a, a teensy bit better than the AFC North. I don't know. It's it's tough because last year, I mean, everything was so close, right? Um last year in the AFC, obviously it's a lot more one sided as a conference compared to uh the NFC, but you think about how the Bengals made it. The Ravens were right there. They did make it, but walked their back themselves in because Lamar got hurt. The Steelers were legitimately right there. Right? They were what? They finished as the 8th seed overall. Eighth seed. And then you look at the 9 or sorry, the 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 Raiders and the Broncos who finished at the bottom of the conference. And what's changed for Denver? Not a lot. The quarterback's still there. The head coach is there, which is good. It's a huge upgrade. But for the quarterback position, it's kind of like a lateral move, really. It's not a slight regression from going from Carr to Jimmy G, is it not? 
could be a slight regression. Carr could be better than Jimmy G. Carr was better than Jimmy G until last His year. His whole career, really. Last year was the first year that yeah, he had Carr. Like, that was a weird But he, you know what's crazy about that is Devontae Adams still had... First team all pro. Yeah, right. So he obviously was throwing the ball to one person pretty well. Mm-hmm. At least. Um, but that's So that's why maybe I can see why they would put it, and maybe I would agree with PFF for putting this north above the west just because... The Bengals made the playoffs. The Ravens made the playoffs. I know the Chargers did, but we know what happened to the Chargers in the playoffs when they got there. And then the Broncos and the Raiders just bottomed out. And I just... There's a lot of similarities between these two divisions, but an equal amount of unknown between the three teams that aren't going to finish as the division winners, right? Right. In the North, the Bengals obviously are the favorite to win the uh, the division, um, one of the favorites to win the Super Bowls. Uh, Joe Burrow finished with the NFL's highest PFF passing grade in the regular season and playoffs last year with a 91. Um, they say the Ravens you know, are the team that's best suited to contend with the Bengals. In fact, they even go as far as to say they're expected to contend mm-hmm. with the Bengals. And then when they talk about the Browns and the Steelers, it's a lot of unknown when it comes to the quarterback position. Deshaun Watson uh, needs to produce better. And his 51.6 PFF passing grade, which was 34th out of 36 quarterbacks to record at least 200 dropbacks in 2022. Kenny's wasn't much better, to be honest with you, as far as the season was concerned. But I like this little blurb for the Steelers at the end here. Okay. Over the final eight weeks of the season, only three quarterbacks had a higher PFF passing grade than the 82.9 mark produced by Mr. Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers, something that will spark hope for a quick turnaround. Whoa. Turnaround seems to me. How do you have a turnaround after going nine and eight? You're Pittsburgh. Yeah. Based on this, nine and eight for Pittsburgh is like three and twelve. Yeah, for right. A lot of You're other right. Teams. Uh, based on that little write up at the bottom there between the Browns and the Steelers, me thinks they got a little more confidence in Kenny Pickett. Then they maybe turn the Watson. corner than Deshaun Watson capturing some of his old magic. I don't think that's outlandish at all. Well, I think that the order that I've been thinking is going to be Cincy, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. So that, I, but I sense. do think given Lamar's health. That's always a wild card. I I Again, think there's May, a chance. Though. I think there's. A- it's May. We gotta You're assume right. he's healthy. Oh well, he will be healthy for the first couple of weeks we see him out there. Maybe. Maybe. Remember like two training camps ago when everybody on the Ravens tore their ACL because the field was just abysmal, well, except for Lamar, You're and right. then eventually and then he, he went down. But all the running backs just got hurt. Yeah, right. Marcus Peters got they hurt. They brought for in the Le'Veon season. Bell, uh, Devontae Freeman, Freeman right. and uh, one more name, Latavius Murray. There was even rumor that they were going to look at Todd Gurley at one point. Right. That's th- where we were. That's where we were at. I so, mean, we were the the indicator there is Le'Veon Bell. So you say, hey, maybe Lamar's not we know he'll at least be there for the first couple of weeks. Unless they got that turf fix at their training facility. I, I'd be worried st- if I was somebody. We still don't know what OBJ is going to look like. We don't know how the rookie receiver is going to pan out. Who are they? Uh, Zay, Zay Flowers. Zay Both Flowers, could be right? really good. One could be really good. The other, man. Both could be busts. We'll see. But the Bengals for sure have just Bengals Don't to me kind too? of feel Billsish this year, where it's like oh, I would put them on different levels. I think no, excuse me, I misspoke. Bengals this year feel like Bills last year, where it's like you should win this thing. Okay, like you, you said Ravens, Bengals. Yeah, right. You said Ravens initially. That's why I got confused. The Bengals this year are that team that yeah. I think the perfect storm is now. Like mm-hmm. the Bills last year. The perfect storm. You've got your receivers still for now. You got your Burrow's Orlando Brown for too. now. You bring in, Orlando, you bring in Brown. Orlando Brown. You've made some additions defensively, got cheaper on that side of the ball, brought mm-hmm. in some new rookies. The time is now to win the Super Bowl. The time is now. As long as Joe Burrow is young and healthy, you need to be 
striving for the Super Bowl every year, right? If you're the Bengals. And it just feels like this year might be that. The window will be open for as long as you said he's mm-hmm. healthy and young. But this year seems like that perfect storm. And don't you kind of want to win while he's still on that rookie deal? Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of the SNR podcasts, like The Drive, uh, The Steelers Blitz with Wes Emotes, The Steelers Standard, which is our show here, and many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget Dale and Matt live from OTAs while they are ongoing for the next couple of weeks, so you can check that out on the Drive podcast. They'll be podcasting their shows, and you can also listen to it on the SNR loop. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opperman. We'll talk to you later in the week on the Steelers Standard.